Welcome to the midweek conversation we're having on the teaching that was given on Sunday. We're so excited that you decided to click on this video. And before you continue on, we just want you to pause and send this link to at least one friend that you want to have this conversation with too. We'll have the questions in our description box and you can just reflect on your notes from last week or just some of the topics that uh, Moni and I talked about. Yes, and on Sunday, the teaching that was given was on the topic of following the way or following Jesus and how we can be students of the way. And we, we, we had four points, the first one being being with Jesus, the second one was imitating Jesus. The third one was becoming like Jesus. And the last one was sharing Jesus. And so there's a passage that, um, that we read. And it was Jesus speaking to the crowd and the disciples in Mark chapter 8, verse 34 through 35. So why don't you go ahead and uh, read that for us. Okay. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will also lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. Yeah, so um, Jesus looks at the crowd. He looks at the disciples. And the first thing he does is he invites, right? He invites the crowd and the disciples to be in his students or his Talmudim. Um, or his disciples, followers. And so uh, we, we looked at this passage and said, that's an invitation to us to be his students. And the first thing that we see is him telling the crowd um, to deny themselves, right? And so uh, what do you think about that? Denying self, what does that look like for us today? I think the first step initially is recognizing like who called you and that it holds a bigger value than yourself. Like I'm not being called by a friend. I'm not being called by a manager. I'm not being called by something that's going on in the news or the media, but I'm being called by God and Jesus and that holds some weight. Yeah. And so what, what does that look like to follow Jesus? What does that look like to actually abide in him and bear the fruit of being with him and i think that's like really the first step yeah. as far as like denying yourself like recognizing where that calling yeah. is coming from yeah um and and i like how jesus was very honest like with the crowd or mm -hmm. with his disciples his students um the invitation he's just honest the first thing he said was deny yourself right it's going to be really hard for you to get on this journey and take this path that leads to god if you don't deny yourself right? right and so we said that denying yourself was surrender surrender that was the first point that we mentioned mm -hmm. and so uh what are some things we could surrender um just to make it practical what are some things we could surrender in our lives to the lord i think what jesus was saying is he just said surrender your life yeah it's not even some things it's everything right, right. and so we said it's not everything plus jesus it's jesus plus everything yeah. jesus wants to be priority or he wants priority over our lives so that's really good. I love that because I think it's really easy to feel like you need to juggle so many things on top of, on top of your walk with God when he's calling you to do the exact opposite. And so surrender to me really just looks like um, like taking up your cross just how Jesus did. Um, and what that actually means is doing the hard work of trying to one, uh, be closer to Jesus and then to be like Jesus and so 
he was so intentional with his time yeah. and how he spent it and where he spent it. He walked away from crowds even when they were like crowding him and wanting to touch him and be healed and said, no, I need to go and be with the Father. Mm. And so I think you could surrender your time to Jesus. Like you can surrender how you spend your time, what you're looking at during those, you know, moments where no one's looking even. Yeah. And um, yeah, there are some other ways you can surrender um, some things to Christ. What would it be for you? I think it's everything. Yeah. It's not just some things, it's everything. Um, but I love what Jesus does. Like in his life, he lived a surrendered life. Yeah. Like you said, to the Father. Um, there's a passage that says, um, I did not come here to be served. I came to serve. So mm -hmm. Jesus knew his assignment. He knew that he was the way to humanity. He knew that he yeah. was the redemption, the one that was to restore humanity. So he carried himself in surrender. And then he's calling you and I, he's calling the crowd, he's calling the disciples to do the same thing. He's right. saying, hey, uh, in order to follow me, in order to follow my way, you must also be willing to surrender your whole life, yeah. just like I surrendered my life. And we yeah. talked about, uh, there's another passage that we also mentioned, Philippians chapter 2, yeah. where it says that um, when, when Jesus came down to earth, he, um, he had equality with God. He, had, he, was, he was divine. He had power. But yet, he surrendered to the Father mm. and came down and became a human being. He looked like us. Uh, it actually says he humbled himself and became a servant in order to serve us. And so that's the type of lifestyle that Jesus wants us to partake in. Yeah. When he calls us to surrender, um, he's saying, be like me. I'm not, I'm not telling you to do something that I, I haven't done. I'm telling you to be like me. And, and walk on this path. Yeah, I think that's a really great point. Sometimes we hear from our parents when they say, oh, go to bed, but they're staying up late. Mm. And you ask, oh, why, mom and dad? And they say, oh, because I said so. And I think we see that in a lot of people we look up to, like their lives. Like they aren't perfect. They aren't also following the way that they've called you to. Mm. But Jesus' path was always straight, no matter what. He wouldn't ask you to do something unless he was doing it himself. Yeah, and that's why he was the great teacher, because he was a perfect teacher. Yeah. And because he's a perfect teacher, we could trust him and have faith and follow him. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of teachers out today that um, deceive you, that persuade you into doing the wrong thing, right? But, but Jesus the rabbi was a teacher that was perfect. Everything he did was, was accurate, was right. And, um, and so when he calls us into this life, when he calls the crowd into this life, like you mentioned, it, it's not like he's not applying what he's preaching. Yeah. He's actually doing what he's teaching, mm -hmm. and then he's inviting the crowd. He's inviting you and I yeah. to be students of the way. So. That's good. That's good. Should we move on to the next yes. question? Okay. So one of the things that you brought up were ways that you could follow Jesus. So what does that look like to you in your everyday life? Yeah, so the early students of Jesus, right, the early followers, um, they gave up everything. Like, they actually yeah. surrendered their lives to Him, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, in doing so, they reorganized their entire life around these four mm -hmm. goals. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why they, they made sure it was Jesus plus everything. Yeah. And so the, the four things that they reorganized their life around is, is first being with Jesus. These guys were always with Jesus. Yeah. Like, 
every single second, every single moment of their day, they were with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they did this because he was their rabbi. Yeah. And so they ate with him, they laughed with him, they went on long journeys with him. Mm -hmm. And uh, the second thing they did is they, they practiced his way, like while, right. while following him, right. while staying by his side, mm -hmm. they they imitated him. They wanted to look like him. Yeah. He was their role model. And uh, the third thing they did is in doing so, over a long period of time, they started becoming like their teacher. Yeah. They were being transformed from the inside out. Yeah. And then when Jesus ascends, um, the last thing he tells them is he gives them an assignment. And he's saying, go and create a community of Jesus followers. Mm -hmm. In other words, he's saying, go invite them like I invited you. Yeah. Share my good news right. to people who don't know me. And so those are the four um, goals we need to reorganize our life around. And so how does that, so how do we do that in everyday life is the question you're asking me, right? Yeah. Um, so the first one, being with Jesus, um, and we're going to touch a little bit, we're going to, I'm going to preach about it next week, is um, living in connection with the Spirit, right. being aware of the Holy Spirit. Because we read a passage in John chapter 14 where Jesus says, I leave you, I leave you. You're not going to always have me here in person, right. but I give you the Spirit, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, who you can always be with. And so um, that's the first way of being with Jesus. The, the way we can always be with Jesus is by being connected to the Spirit. Right in every single moment of our lives. That's good. Second thing is um, imitating Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And that's just practices that we do. Yeah. They're called spiritual disciplines, but mm -hmm. I feel like it's just habits. Habits that yeah. will allow us to enter the presence of the Holy Spirit that's each good. and every day. You know, if we are to um, be connected with the Spirit, mm -hmm. we need to know the how. And these practices like prayer, reading our word, mm -hmm. uh, silence and solitude, yeah. Sabbath. All these things are, are ways that we can, uh, that will allow us to stay connected to the Holy Spirit. And so the second thing is just imitating Christ, practicing yeah. His way like the disciples did. Uh, I mean, right. He would tell them to pray with Him, right? Yeah. He would tell them that, you know, they need to go do certain things together. And mm -hmm. so the third point is becoming like Jesus. And this is more of the Holy Spirit's work in our lives. Right. Uh, so it's, it's us transforming from the inside out, mm -hmm. but it's this idea of participating with what the Holy Spirit's doing in yeah. us and by being flexible or allowing Him to do His work in us. Because sometimes we could reject it. Sometimes yeah. the Holy Spirit is trying to, because the Holy Spirit is gentle, right? And He, he tries to do the work in us. And mm -hmm. there's times we tend to ignore that work. Yeah. And the fourth one is sharing Jesus, inviting Jesus. How do we do this? It's by creating community. Mm -hmm. It's by opening our doors and being hospitable, right? Yeah. And, and, and inviting people to this lifestyle of Jesus. There's this something I said um, last week. I mm -hmm. said that we are uh, a family right of god we yeah. are a family of god this is not a social club this is not um you know finding people that look like you talk like you think yeah. like you no we're just a community of students who follow the way of jesus and so that's yeah. what sharing jesus and in our whole life we just live this way right yeah. it's a lifelong pursuit so yeah I think it's awesome that the Bible says that we're adopted and I'd like to think of that family as like a bunch of adopted kids coming together yeah. like 
with their mess and creating like a beautiful message of God's love. Um, But actually something that I think about frequently is in one of the gospels it talks about how a man walks up to Jesus and he asked him, what what will it take to be one of your disciples? Mm. And um, the rich young ruler is that is that passage you're talking about? I think so. Yeah. And he tells, well, he being Jesus tells him that he needs to like say goodbye to his friends and basically just follow him. Sell his possessions. Yeah. Yeah. That really got to me because the man obviously did not, and he just walked away. Yeah. And I I think about sometimes like, dang, could we have had us like another book mm. in the Bible from this man had he have followed Jesus, sold all of his things, left his family, and just committed his life to Christ? Like, could there have been, like, another radical, like, disciple had he have been, like, selfless in that moment? So when his word says that uh, the world will hate you, that um, you should be um, in the world but not of the world, that that's, like, what I remind myself at least. Like, following the way of Christ isn't going to win me promotions at work, isn't going to get me more friends. Like, it's always going to make you lesser than. And so I have to think of that when I do want to reach for those things that the world tells me that I should be uh, reaching for. And that's essentially what carrying the cross is. When Jesus says, carry your cross, he's saying, be willing to be humiliated in your humility. Right. And that's that's very powerful to me. It's like, because carrying the cross is very humiliating, but it's also the posture of humility. Mm -hmm. And and Christ says, in order to follow me, you must be okay with being humiliated in in front of people. But this is what I did. I was humiliated for Mm -hmm. you. And it was my character of humility. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's another thing that he did. He wouldn't have called us to carry our cross if he hadn't done it either yeah so just that small little thing is something that i reflect back on when i think of like okay what does it look like in a tangible way at least to follow god it's not a a bad journey because the ending gives you life right he says i am the way the truth and the life but the truth part of the journey is this this is the truth that it's a difficult road um, it's we gotta count the cost, right? It's it's there's a it's a road of persecution, mm-hmm. suffering. Um, it's it's a lonely road at times. Right. But but the beauty is that in the end, yeah, we know where we're going. Yeah. we're going to where there is life and so. Yeah, the Bible says that we are foreigners on this earth, and yeah. I think that's something that we should remember. Like. I was listening to a podcast and it said something along the lines of like, oh, you wouldn't go to Europe and not remember where you're going back to. You'd always Mm. have it in the back of your mind that you're going home one day and our home is not here. It's in heaven. That's good. That's good. It's like, yeah, that's such a great point. Um, Vacations are not our final destination. No. Right. Uh, We have a home. And that's literally what our existence is. So that was a really great conversation. And I hope that you guys at home enjoyed. And if you did, go ahead and give this video a thumbs up. If you haven't already shared this with a friend, subscribe. We want to connect with you. We are a community of Jesus followers and we want to grow this community. We want to connect with you. So shoot us an email, follow us on Instagram, do what you got to do so that you can make it here Sunday where Pastor Moni will be preaching another sermon. 
I can't wait to see you Sunday. We are talking about being with Jesus. That's the topic I'll be preaching from. And so get ready, um, be on time, and uh, can't wait to see you there.